following podcast is brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. Welcome to Confessing the Faith, a theological and devotional walk through the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, pastor of Grace Reformed Baptist Church in Owensboro, Kentucky, and president of Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. In this talk, we come once more to chapter 7 of the 1689, and it is entitled, Of God's Covenant. Last time I underscored that the disagreements between the Baptist and their Puritan friends over covenant theology did not include disagreement over the fundamental issue of the covenant of works or life. Even when we move into paragraph 2 of chapter 7, the unity between them continues to emerge. Here is what chapter 2 of the Baptist Confession says. Moreover, man having brought himself under the curse of the law by his fall, it pleased the Lord to make a covenant of grace wherein he freely authored on the sinner's life and salvation by Jesus Christ, requiring of them faith in him that they may be saved, and promising to give unto all those that are ordained unto eternal life his Holy Spirit to make them willing and able to believe. The moreover with which this paragraph begins, assumes the fact of the breaking of the covenant of works. In agreement with the Reformed, the Baptists set beside the covenant of works a covenant of grace by which God determined to restore fallen mankind to a place of favor and a sight and put them into possession of the eternal life that they had forfeited by breaking the covenant of works. Though one may say that in the voluntary condescension of the covenant of works there had been a kind of grace, there was nothing like the grace now bestowed on mankind by the covenant of grace. A new Adam or federal head, Jesus Christ, would be provided, would again would keep this covenant for mankind in their place. This eternal life now bestowed is not conditioned on personal perfect and perpetual obedience, but it is freely offered on the basis of what this new Adam achieved. Even the necessary believing reception of this free offer is a gift of the sovereign grace secured by Jesus Christ. The Holy Spirit is sent to make them willing and able to obey the requirement of faith. Though the principles at the basis of the covenant of grace are the same as those in the covenant of works, the grace contained in it for sinners is vastly different than the voluntary condescension of the covenant of works. It is freely offered and sovereignly bestowed. There have been not a few who cannot hold together what the confession here juxtaposes. They have thought that if salvation is sovereignly bestowed, somehow this contradicts it being freely offered. But the confession here clearly teaches the free offer of the gospel. This doctrine means that God offers, invites, and commands all who hear the gospel uh, the salvation which it promises. This offer is not just for the elect. How can God desire and command what he has not chosen to include it in his eternal decree? That perhaps is a mystery beyond our comprehension. We only know that it is true. It is not, however, different from many other things. God, by his will of precept, commands many things that he does not will by his will of decree. God's will of precept was disobeyed by the brothers of Joseph when they sold him into slavery. But this was 
the very act which fulfilled God's will of decree. Compare Genesis 50:20. You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. These two dimensions of God's one will seem contrary to finite creatures, but they are not. And neither is the free off of the gospel uh, to all contradicted by the election of only some. Matthew 22:14 makes this clear, for many are called, but few are chosen. We must preach to all that God sincerely calls them. He wants and commands them to repent and believe the gospel. Thank you for listening to Confessing the Faith on the Man of God Network, brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. CBTS is a confessional Reformed Baptist seminary which provides affordable online theological education to help the church in its calling to train faithful men for the gospel ministry. To learn more about how you can partner with us in providing informed scholarship with Pastoral Heart, visit cbtseminary.org.